0: Welcome to St. Louis on the Air, I'm Don Marsh. The billion-dollar and counting success of the film Black Panther has caught the attention of a lot of people. It's hard to imagine that it won't inspire other films. One thing it is doing is awakening a new interest in Africa and Africans. Good news for the organizers of this weekend's African Film Festival at Washington University. It will give viewers of seven featured films a closer look at people, places, and culture in such places as the Congo, Senegal, and Nigeria. Joining me in studio is Wometa Toler Jallo. She is the founder of the festival, and assistant dean in arts and sciences, and senior lecturer in African and African American studies at Washington University. Joining us by phone is Rokaya Jallo, a French director of one of the seven films being featured this weekend. Her documentary is titled From Paris to Ferguson, and we should point out that you two ladies are not related to each other. <laughs> <laughs> Weird. <laughs> yes, good friends, good friends. I hope, Rakala. Thank you, sir. Rakaya. Thank you so much for being with us. Let me ask the uh, put the thank same question right, right. to put the same question to each of you. And Wameto, we'll start with you. What is the importance in your mind of Black Panther? We can't turn on the radio or the television set or have a conversation without it's coming up.
1: Well, I think the film is important for a lot of reasons, but I think the two things that um, stick out for me is really trying to help people understand the richness of global black culture, and they do that in a, a few different ways, but with the music, with the actors, it is clearly a, a truly pan-African cast, um, and then I think with the costumes, which is what I'm most drawn to, um, it really helps people kind of increase their vocabulary of, of about um the rich heritage of the African continent. I know the costume designer Ruth Carter uh, drew a lot of inspiration from lots and lots of di- different ethnic groups. And I think hopefully that sparks curiosity um, that everyone can kind of get to know the rich diversity of the continent.
0: Rukaya, what's your take on it? You live in France. Uh, give me uh, your impression of the importance of this film
2: it's uh, a very important film regarding the question of the black diaspora, the African diaspora, being, you know, French with African roots. I was very interested in the fact that, uh, you know, people from France, from Africa, and from the U.S. could relate to that story in the same way and could find some figures that would, uh, you know, tell that would be very meaningful to them. So uh, it's 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 an important moment uh, to, be, uh, to be able to celebrate at, uh, a film at the same time with people who live uh, on different parts of the world.
0: I can't tell you how many uh, African Americans in this country I've heard express a source of pride, a new and renewed pride. Uh, do you detect that same sort of thing uh, in, in, on the other side of the ocean?
2: Yes, definitely. I've seen so many uh, kids, friends, being so proud of you know, being for the first time depicted on screen, being the heroes, uh, having, you know, because many of the French uh, black people are from African origin, so they have parents, who are from africa from different several parts several different parts of africa and generally speaking whenever they hear about their country of origin it's not something positive mm-hmm. so being able to go back to school and to tell about their country of origin in, in a very positive uh, way being proud of the country of origin of their parents is something
1: very new and i think that it will change something from the the younger generation
0: well, Meta, you're hearing the same thing I am.
1: I definitely think so. I think that's the same for African Americans, but even with the growing um, number of African nationals living in the states now, I feel that the children of those of, of those um, families also can go um, to school with pride in a different type of way. But all of it bringing together kind of a conversation about the diaspora in a different. Way level.
0: What what is the impact of this film likely to have on your festival this weekend?
1: Well, that would be interesting to see. I know one of the films that we screened that was made maybe a year before Black Panther came out has a lot of the similar themes. And so it would be interesting to hear audiences' reaction to L'orage Africaine, which, you know, talks about the media, which talks about self-determination amongst nations, um, which talks about, um, uh Africa being more than what we see and imagine and so it would really be it would really be interesting to hear people's feedback after watching that film having seen Black Panther
0: give us some sense if you would some sense of, of the range of films of the seven films that you're showing
1: so we take um a lot we use a lot of time to find films from different countries we want to make sure that we represent different regions we also in picking the films also try to show a really great bustling urban landscape but then contrast it with people who don't live in a big capital city so that people can see different geographies Um, and we definitely try to find films that um, have different forms of storytelling so people can see the breadth and the growth of African cinema over the years.
0: And uh, Rokai if I can ask you to tell us something about your film there certainly is a local connection as we see in the title
2: Yes. Yes. So yeah, title is the French title actually is from Paris to Ferguson, uh, Gucci being the black, and for the American title, uh, title I decided to entitle it uh, not your mama's movement. So as the French. Journalists uh, being close to activists, uh, I decided to spend some time uh, in Ferguson for the first anniversary of the death of the young Michael Brown, and I wanted to understand uh, the relation, the you know, the relationship that there could be between uh, African, uh, you know, um, uh, um, like. African-Americans in the U.S. and, you know, afro europeans activists, because we in Europe face the same issues with the police brutality, even if the level of violence, violence is not the same. I was, I was interested um, in the fact that our media in Europe covered much more the, you know, the police, police brutality in the U.S. than in France. So I wanted to understand more about that.
0: Have you seen – well, Matt, have you seen this film yet?
1: I've seen the film, and I think Rakaya really points to the important reason why we have the film is to really talk about um, – you know, how we can have black global discussions, but really understand what's going on with blacks in Europe and even um, people in Africa. I lived in France for three years, and I would say I would agree that we're bombarded a lot with the U.S. media, but there is not the same knowledge of what's going on with blacks in France um, in the U.S. as there is vice versa. So that's why the film is important.
0: And I guess we're going to continue that discussion following the presentation of the film, is that correct? You're going to be available to answer questions?
2: Sure. I will be glad, especially because it's the first time that my uh, my film is screened in St. Louis, and, you know, I, I have some of the, of the people that were in the film who will come from Ferguson, so it's really meaningful to me to come as a French, you know, a French journalist and filmmaker to have a discussion on, you know, the meaning of being black and being potentially oppressed by the institution. So I'll be happy to answer to all the questions.
0: Do you think the, again, going back to the film Black Panther, because I, I think we're all agreed that it does have uh, immense impact, uh, past, present, and future. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wilmette, do you think that this is going to lead to an increase in the number of films by African, uh, by African American filmmakers about Africa? And is that your hope?
1: So I don't know if that is necessarily my hope. I do hope that there's a continued interest in understanding um, the specificities of different cultures in Africa. Um, but I do hope that it increases the appreciation for African cinema. There are lots of African filmmakers who might not have the same distribution opportunities that a film made in Hollywood would, but they have really great films and they're really trying to tell authentic stories. And so I hope that with Black Panther and some of the actors that were in Black Panther who have their own um, their own kind of career in their own countries, that that interest will then cause people to want to see more African cinema and experience more African films.
0: A lot of people may share the sentiments of our president, who has some very derogatory comments to make uh, not too long ago about African countries, mm-hmm. the S-hole comment that most people are familiar with. Mm-hmm. Uh, the films you're showing this weekend, in one way, are really designed to disprove that kind of comment, aren't
1: they? I mean, they're definitely designed to show African realities. And so um, that is why we we really do pay attention to try to have diverse countries represented, diverse landscapes represented, and then also show the humanity and relationships because um, that's something that's universal. Um, and so we hope that through the films we're able to show that, and that definitely does combat that comment.
0: Rachaya, would you comment on, on the, uh, the comment made by the president, how it was received by you and, and people in, in France?
2: Of course, it was seen as being very offensive. Many people reacted to that. But I think that, uh, you know, disrespecting Africa is not only in words. I can tell, I can tell from, you know, my perspective as a French person that, uh, there are links between France and some African countries to, to me that, um, uh, still have, um, you know, uh, still echoes the colonial, uh, link that France used to have with some African countries. So um i i i think that our president even if it it would our president uh, French president Emmanuel Macron even if he would never made such comments towards the africans have has a certain way of approaching africa which may you know may be you know i think that it would be a good thing it, if it could he could evolve in something that would um place Africa at the same level, you know, the African countries at the same level as the as the European uh, countries.
1: And that point is definitely the most prevalent point in the films from Friday Night in L'Orage African. I mean, it is about that, the neo-colonial relationship and the image of, of Africa in the West and... Um, How to combat that and be on the same plane? Uh,
0: Let's talk about that image for a moment. Uh, What what are the misperceptions and conceptions that uh, you think people in this country might have about Africa?
1: Well, I mean, I think that you know, there's a sense that that there's nothing but poverty, war, um, and military coups, and that's something that's not true. There are certainly some places that have experienced that. I think that um, I think the biggest thing is that Africa has a lot of natural resources, and uh, there's there's some politics around why they're not able to fully exploit to their own advantage those resources. Um, and then I think in terms of, of youth, um, which is why we kind of have an eye on youth film, is, you know, there's a lot of great association with Africa and animals, um, but not necessarily with the people who live there and how they carry out their everyday life.
0: The natural resources are both a blessing and a curse, are they not? Because that's basically one of the prime reasons for colonialism.
1: Definitely, and then I think it's. Uh, but being able to control and figure out um, how you use that, how countries can use that, is important.
0: Go ahead, Rahid, You want to say something? I th-
2: uh, no, I totally agree with what was just said. The, the the mis and the misconception about Africa is uh, that people tend to think that you know all the people are the same all over the continent. Whether it's not the case, you know, it's not the case at all. So showing, displaying different kinds of Africans with different uh, cultures is, you know, as you can see see in the film, you have different, you know, tribes around the team. It shows, shows, you know, it shows that Africa is not a country. It's definitely not a country.
1: Right. And that's the the challenge we have every year. You know, we usually only have seven to eight slots of movies and there's so many different cultures and there's so many diversity within certain countries as well. Um, But we do our best to try to... um, to introduce um, St. Louis to different countries each year.
0: How long have you been uh, running this festival?
1: Um, this is the thirteenth year of the festival.
0: And and what made you decide that this was something you really needed to do?
1: Well, I think it was that it was feeling like that there were a lot of stereotypes types about the continent, and then also wanting to people to have a visual sense of what Africa was from people from a filmmaker's own eye um, was one of the reasons. And I think that you know the film allows you to have like a mirror into or a window into. A particular culture for a few hours, and, um, and it was the best way to kind of uh, do that. Film is the best way. It's a visual medium to do that.
0: If I can go back to uh, uh, Rokhaya now and your film, From Paris to Ferguson, you spent some time in Ferguson, you said. What did you mm-hmm. learn there that may have application back, uh, back home where you live?
2: Uh, I learned a lot about organization and about, you know, how to occupy the streets, to make, you know, your claim and your demands visible. Uh, we've had some cases of police brutalities in France, and people were not, didn't, didn't, um, were not able to take, you know, take up the ground in that way. And I learned a lot about the fact that many of the activists that were active in Ferguson were not, you know, activists in the first place. They really transformed themselves into activists. Uh, when they face the, just the unfairness of the death of that young kid, the young, 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 young uh, you know, teenager. So that's what I I learned back home. And the other thing is that maybe we should be able to tell about our own stories because we tend uh, in France to focus much. About what happens in the U. Like what happens in the U.S. about the black communities in the U.S. Even you know when you go to the the, the movies, when you go to the cinema, you, the first time I've seen black people on screen, it was you know in TV in American TV series and American films. So we need to produce our own images and we need to to raise our own voices regarding our own uh, you know our own concerns and our own um, uh, you know issues. So that's something I learned, and i really i'm really willing to work on
0: there there is a black lives matter movement in france, isn't there
2: not really it 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 would, it would be different because uh, in France, most of the people who are killed by the police are not black but Arabs, so like you know from mm-hmm. Arab background, so they are from African descent because it's mostly people from north, north African descent, but you have as you know mostly Arabs and black who are killed. So we need to reframe that, you know, that, um, can, that way of chanting, you know, the, the fact that minority black, minority lives matter in our own French way. Because Black Lives Matter would be totally relevant in France, but probably not enough, as as many people who are not black are killed for the same reasons.
0: Hmm. Let's, uh, let's go back to the festival now and some of the other films, uh, Lometa. Uh, we've you 've alluded to a couple of them but let 's let 's go into a little more detail about uh, what you 're going to be showing so people can uh get their tickets and get there on time.
1: Right. So uh, what Wakaya just said reminded me of one of the other films that's important, which is called Samdi Cinema. It's actually shot in Senegal, and it's about a movie house, kids uh, uh, rushing to buy tickets before the movie house closed. And that brings to light another issue that I think a lot of emerging African filmmakers are, are facing. So we're in Senegal, the, the home of African cinema. Simben Usman was the first African to make uh, a film, and he's from Senegal, and they have a, a a burgeoning burgeoning I guess industry of filmmakers, but there're really no no longer any movie houses to show mm-hmm. films and so you have uh, people filmmakers who come in the summer um, like Alan Gomez, who is also featured in the festival and set up open air theaters for for the community uh, but that's another issue that even if you're making films for people um, about your intimate experiences and community, that there is still some politics around being able to show films, and so I think that's an important film that we show. And then I think um, the big film that we will show is Felicite, which won the FESPACO, which is the biggest Pan African film um, filmmaking awards in the world. It's uh, every two years in Burkina Faso, and it's uh, about the Congo, set in Kinshasa, but it's made by Alan Gomez, who is a Senegalese filmmaker. Mm-hmm. And it's, um, it's wonderful. It's great because it's different than kind of other linear films. It's a little bit experimental. Um, and Alan Gomez does that a lot with a lot of his films. But it has gotten wave reviews internationally, won a few um, awards um, across festivals. And so we're excited to have that. And Lourage Africain, which I spoke about, was the second-place winner at Vespaco. So we have the first and second-place um, films here this year.
0: Uh, you're going to be uh, uh, um – providing awards yourself for the films here?
1: So we don't jury our films. I mean, my goal when I started the festival really was to just build an appreciation for the diversity of African culture, but then also kind of increase our visual vocabulary of African cinema itself. So it's free, it's open to the public, but we don't jury the films.
0: Why has it taken so long for African uh, filmmaking to, to emerge
1: well, um, well, filmmaking started in like 1963, which is right after colonialism. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that in places like New York and Chicago, they've had African film festivals for a long time. Um, and in St. Louis, it's just newer. Um, but What I do appreciate is that the first year we had the festival, we didn't know what to expect and there was an interest there. So we have kept going. You can see some African cinema at uh, the International Film Festival as well. Um, I think what's made it easier for filmmakers to make their films is when we first started, even 13 years ago, a lot of African filmmakers were still shooting on 35 millimeter. Now that it's digital, it's easier, it's cheaper. um, And that's also aided in that.
0: Rakaia, what what sort of a reception has your uh, film had in other places that it's been shown?
2: Uh, A very, very interesting reception because uh, people don't, I'm not really familiar with the fact that such issues can be important in France because uh, when you think about France, mostly you don't think about the minorities. You think about the Eiffel Tower, you think about, you know, the museums like the Louvre or some other places, but you never think about, you know, a country struggling with um, multiculturalism, with uh, struggling with you know accepting its new face. So that I had very interesting responses, and the film has been aired on um, a TV station which is named TV5, TV5, which is uh, aired. It's a francophone, French-speaking channel which is aired all over the world. But so I have had you know reactions from. You know, Latin America, from Asia, from Africa, and it's very interesting because the people are not used to hear French minorities speaking up against racism. Mm-hmm.
0: Plans for another one, a sequel, perhaps, or something to follow up on from Paris to Ferguson?
2: Maybe my first documentary actually was named "The States to Liberty," and it was the, it was following a, a group of uh, African Americans who came went to paris to discover you know france through the racial lens so that was to me that was the first part of my film so maybe i don't know maybe i will next time focusing on france only and trying just to face what's going on on france without having uh you know the necessity of uh, seeing my country to the eyes of americans or you know having my perspective compared to the american perspective as well so it's difficult because it's much uh, less acceptable to speak about um, racism in France. You know, the countries, they, they like to, to speak about the racism, the racism from the others. Like in, in France, you hear a lot about what's going on in the U.S., but when it comes to speaking about what's going on, you know, in France, it's much more difficult. But I think that's, that's something that is really
1: needed.
0: How do you find the uh will to find people to to uh filmmakers to to show in your festival
1: so i um scour a lot of old festivals that just happen. I always look at Fespaco. I also have a partner in New York, uh, Mayan Bonetti, who runs the, the huge African Film Festival who is a mentor of mine. So I look and see what's coming out, what came out the summer before. Um, and then I watch them and I try to balance one film over the another to have different genres in different countries.
0: We'll let folks know that the African Film Festival at Washington University's Brown Hall is beginning on Friday evening. Is that correct? Yes. And running through the weekend.
1: Yes, so we have screenings at 7 p.m. each night and an additional youth, uh, Eye on Youth on Saturday at 3 p.m.
0: We'll put all of that information on our website at stlpublicradio.org. Thank you. Hope you have a great festival. I want to thank you, Wilmeta Tolliver-Diallo and Rokhaya Diallo, French director and activist, for being with us. Good luck with the film at the festival. Thank
1: (laughs) Thank you so much.
0: Archive versions of past St. Louis on the Air are available for download or podcast at SGLpublicradio.org. St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio 90.7 KWMU. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Don Marsh.